Welcome back to the Dynasty Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Abbott, and I'm paired with my colleagues, Nick DeBrew and Alex Clayton. Yo, what's going on? Once again, I'm Austin Abbott. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Dynasty Polls Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Dynasty Polls. I want to thank everyone for subscribing. I want to thank everyone for reviewing the show, listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or however you tune in every week. Today, we're going to be doing a, a third and final episode continuing our Dynasty Rookie Mock Draft. The previous two episodes we covered, rounds one and two, of what a Dynasty Rookie Mock Draft might look like before the NFL Draft. And today, today we're going to run through some names that you might land in the third and fourth round of your Dynasty Rookie Drafts. Um, we're also going to include a ton of Combine talk and results, some of the biggest winners, some of the biggest losers of the Combine, tons of talent left. The guys that you might land in the third and fourth round still have a ton of talent. You know, it's a real possibility that you can find some quality gems late in the draft. And hey, just before we get started, if you guys remember correctly, Nick and Al, uh, some gems were drafted pretty late in our ma- main dynasty league and many other leagues last year. You know, guys like Noah Fant, Deontay Johnson, who Nick just acquired, Drew Locke, Terry McLaurin, Al just acquired him, and Devin Singletary. You know, these are all common household names now that, that went in the third and fourth round of our draft. I just feel like uh, last year's draft was just kind of like a crapshoot be honest i mean like on top of it being our first rookie draft i mean which is already tough enough because you don't know how to prepare for it or anything like that but i mean last year's draft class was kind of like every player felt like a wild card going into the third round you had no idea yeah like it, it was crazy and there's i mean we're gonna get to it today there's a handful of gems left that, that we didn't name in the previous two episodes but you know just in one year i mean look at some of the late picks in the third and fourth rounds look at how those guys turned out that list that i just mentioned um i'm not here to tell you guys that third and fourth rounds are super super vital you know they're essential but i'll tell you that you can hit on plenty of them if you do your research no doubt about that you know a lot of times it doesn't even take that much for some of these guys to shine you know like one small injury next man up or or one trade next man up like like okay perfect example darius slayton you know he Dude with great size coming out, he wasn't even drafted in the fourth round in ours. I grabbed him off of waivers, but but my point here is that uh, drafted in the fifth round, he never even had 700 yards, n- never broke five touchdowns. He, he didn't do much at Auburn, but um, OBJ got traded. Sterling Shepard was banged up, and then all of a sudden, this kid out of nowhere is, is leading the Giants in every single s- stat his freshman year. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, all it takes is one small injury or one crazy trade like that, and, and boom, you just, I don't want to say struck gold, but, you know, there you go. You already got someone. Uh, I, I can promise you Darius Slayton's value is a hell of a lot more than a third or fourth already, you know? Like, like good job. You already capitalized on that. It's just, it can happen so quick. Yeah, I did offer Austin earlier this offseason the 2.05 for Slayton, and I got denied. Um for obvious reasons. I mean, I'd rather see what happens, obviously, following a great year. And then Daniel Jones continuing to, continuing to progress, hopefully. Um, it could be a great connection down the road. LaVisca Chenault or Zach Moss, Michael Pittman, or Darius Slayton. That's what it could look like. Dude, I'm a, you I'm know a, what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I th- like the I 205, those, yeah. those three players. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I'm, a big, I'm a big Pittman fan. So, yeah, it, oh, yeah. It, whatever, whatever he lands – it's a good team. Oh, yeah, 50 days away, 50 days from the NFL draft from today, right? March 
fourth. Yeah. Fifty that's, days away. That's right. Yeah. Jeez, Let's man. Let's go, man. It's, I'm I'm pumped. I, I'm really really pumped. Uh, I'm gonna run through the first two rounds that we did the past two episodes. Just just a quick recap for those of you who missed them. Um, so we went with DeAndre Swift. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. This is crazy. Just to think about a few weeks. Like, think about everybody going nuts over Jonathan Taylor, and he went third in our draft just a few weeks ago. He's just been blowing up on Twitter lately. But but anyway, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, Jonathan Taylor, third, Jerry Judy, fourth, C.D. Lamb, fifth, T. Higgins, sixth, seventh was Clyde Edwards, eighth, Cam Akers, ninth, Jalen Rager, tenth, Justin Jefferson, eleventh, Henry Ruggs, twelfth, Zach Moss, 13th, LaVishka Chennault. 14th, Michael Pittman Jr. 15th, Eno Benjamin. 16th was Brian Edwards. 17th, Tyler Johnson. And then last, 18th was Keyshawn Vaughn. And, all right, guys, let's talk about some other names that you might see in, like, very late second, third, fourth round. Uh, Al, start us off. I want you to give me a wide receiver who's on your mind. All right, so the receiver I want to start out with it has to be Denzel Mims. I mean, this is supposed to be a pre uh, pre combine mock draft or anything like that, but it, that's over with. I need to talk about this guy right now because he absolutely killed the combine. I mean, six three two oh seven runs a four three eight. I mean, Jesus, like that's blazing fast for that height. And I mean, even his his vertical jump is insanely impressive. Uh, did well on the bench press and all that stuff. It just everything all around was really impressive. I mean, coming out uh, coming out of Baylor, coming out of Baylor, he had really impressive stats. Uh, any person that gets over a thousand yards receiving with uh, you know under seventy five receptions obviously has uh, a huge red target on his back. And he uh, did it twice. And he did it twice. I mean, he did it his sophomore season, which is I mean, and I would senior. Yep. I would literally say probably his red shirt, uh, his red shirt freshman year, because it seems like he only played like a couple games uh, his true freshman year. But, I mean, along with the 1,000 yards and 66 receptions, he had 12 touchdowns. I mean, and then, you know, his follow, his past two years, he followed up with eights. Um, yeah, but, the, I mean, this guy is extremely intriguing. If you get him in the third round, I mean, that is just a gift. He, he deserves to be in the second, uh, I think, after late this combine. Two, late yeah. two. It depends, uh, it depends how you view him. I mean, some people view him, you know, right around, like, the same exact receiver as, like, Brian Edwards. Like, I mean, his, uh, his breakout age was – uh, fairly good. I mean, obviously he broke out his, his sophomore se- uh, year, so he's very young. And then on top of that, on top of that, he really did it on a on a team that wasn't really that good. So I mean, that also impresses me as well. I mean, I'm not really a big fan of Big 12 defenses. Um, I feel like they don't really play defense that well whatsoever. It's just a a free for all. But I don't know. I, I'm a big fan of Denzel Mims. You guys got anything on him? Yeah, uh, I kind of agree with everything you just said. Um, I mean, I, I always thought, you know, this past year, um, even his sophomore year, junior year, I, th- I thought he looked very good on tape. He looked like a, you know, more than, more than average receiver. Uh, he definitely could play. Um, Where do you guys see him getting drafted? Not team. I'm talking about what round in the NFL draft. Dude. I mean, dude, he might, like, after this combine. Which, he definitely rose up a lot. Yeah, I think he might be, like, a late second, like a trade back into the yeah. second type of player. I, I was thinking third, but I could totally see that. Third would be a comfortable uh, assumption, but 
late seconds also, I mean, that's probably his ceiling right there. Yeah, and I mean, you know, like you said before, this dude broke out at age 19. College dominator uh, is really high, too, 42.3%. Um, and he's athletic, you know, he, he's athletic. I think what he did at the Combine just kind of verified what we saw in film from him, and I think he's a legitimate receiver. I don't think he's going to be like the rest of these Baylor receivers that usually come out. You know, guys like Corey Coleman, uh, you know, Josh Gordon, um, the list goes on. But regardless, I think Mims is the real deal, um, and I definitely think he helped himself out a lot at the combine. Nick, you're up. I want to hear another receiver from you, early third round. Well, I had a running back I wanted to talk about. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, I want to talk about A.J. Dillon. He is a massive specimen. My guy is six foot, two hundred and forty-seven pounds, and ran a four-five-three at the combine. That's crazy, dude. And I mean, you know, historically speaking, he he stacks up pretty nicely to Ricky Williams. Wait, um, how heavy did you say he was? T- Corey Davis, two forty-seven. Yeah. That uh, that's absurd. Yeah. Uh, wait, that's no, no, absurd. No. Did I just say Corey Davis? Yeah, you said Corey that's Davis. Right. A- AJ Dillon, yeah. two forty-seven. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, I knew who you meant, but sheesh, that's a big boy. Yeah. That's Jerome Bettis' son. Dude, and running a 4-5, that's insane. Like a low 4-5. I feel, like, moving, I feel like he needs to be on the Steelers. Like, it just dude, screams wait, Steelers. Wait, he had almost 1,600 rushing yards oh, dude, as a he went freshman? Off. He went off. A and 14 freshman? touchdowns, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, he went for 1,600 yards almost. As a freshman, 14 Whoa. touchdowns. The next season, he went for 1,110 touchdowns. <clears throat> and the following year, his his last year, his junior season, he went 1,600 yards and 14 touchdowns Wait, again. I don't want to knock this kid. This is crazy. Receiving this volumes. Is, this is unbelievable. Low, yeah. I was just going to say yeah. zero receptions as a rookie, eight as a sophomore, and 13 as a se- uh, junior. 13 for 195, though. Yeah, I know. I know. That's, yeah, fifteen. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. Fifteen a catch. Uh, but Holy yeah, dude. Crap. Ricky Williams coming out. He was two hundred and forty-four pounds. Ran a four-five-six. Um, you see a lot of comps for that. Yeah, I for, mean for these guys. The, yeah, um, their vertical jump. AJ Dillon's is you know four inches even better. But I don't know. I mean these guys are just big dudes coming out. Um, regardless, I mean. You know, I like AJ Dillon. I think he's being slept on a little bit. He, looking at him at the combine, his legs look gigantic, dude. And I think if he gets in the right system, he can he could totally produce. Um, it Please just, it just, just throw him on Baltimore. Yeah, <laughs> throw him on Baltimore. He just needs to get fed because I think he's a beast. I really do. And he faced stacked boxes at um, Boston College on like seventy seventy five percent of his attempts, which is insane. And he still had. Very good numbers, um, obviously. And his yards after contact is is even more ridiculous. All right, let's talk about that tight end from Missouri. I'm going to try my best not to. Ma- Albert O. Just yeah, I was going to say, I don't, know, I don't even want to botch his yeah. last name. Uh, yeah, Albert O, I like that. Let's, <laughs> let's Dude, go with that. A- He's got to be maybe the number one. I know I know. Al mentioned, um, gosh, who was the receiver that you just mentioned before? Was Mims? Mims. Uh, yeah. Mims along with Albert O. And a few other players had to be the biggest winners out of the entire combine. Yeah. You know, just based off of their their performance. Oh my God, did you, dude? I think everybody's jaw dropped. This kid's six five, two fifty five as a junior. 
uh, right out of Springfield, Illinois. I know his stats weren't great. Um, is this a concern for you guys? And, and there's so much, like, t- tight ends are, I know it takes them years and years to succeed in the NFL, but this kid had 26 receptions for 300 yards. Does that bother you, either of you? Absolutely not. Dude, college tight end production it's, is it's, is so whack. Dude. It is. It is. It like, is so hard to feel comfortable about a lot oh of tight yeah. ends. Oh yeah. Based off of their stat, their college performance. Like a good college season for a tight end is like 700, 800 yards probably. And just to give you a comparison, George Kittle's senior year at Iowa. Do you want to hear stats? Yep. You're gonna be mind blown right now. Yeah. He had 22 receptions for 314 yards, four touchdowns. So, all, how many touchdowns? Four. Four. That's I mean, almost like, identical. Yeah. To, so to like, Albert O's and he was drafted. Year. He was yeah. drafted what? Like, I think he was drafted fifth round. Yeah, fifth round. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like, tight ends are. It, it honestly, I think tight end might be the hardest position to it's tough, clarify man. in fantasy football. It's Ow, so okay. tough. Albert O was supposed to be like this before this season. He coming in was a lot of people's tight end one in this class. Um, yeah, he oh, just yeah, he's so banged right. up a lot. Um, Al, can you, you pronounce his last? Can you pronounce his last name for me so I can? I'll botch it later, but I want to hear you botch it first. Uh, okay, Albert Oku uh, Bunham. <laughs> Definitely one of the biggest risers from the combine, no doubt about it. Nick, uh, or no, Al, Al, you're up. Give you me you p- think so, dude? He he only ran the forty. Yeah, but a four four nine at that side is pretty uh, size is pretty just, insane. Yeah. yeah. And that's a good point that you brought up, Nick. It is kind of crazy how the media hypes it up, and including myself, you know, freaking out over one, one thing that he did, flies out all the way to Indianapolis to just run for a few seconds. <laughs> like, think about that. He, I mean, dude, if he's running sub four it. five at that size, I mean, I would just walk out the door too. Especially yeah. with the other tight ends in this class, like, who's really going to give him competition? Uh, I can name a few guys. I mean, Randy Moss's son. Yeah, Randy yeah. Moss's son. But he, Hunter I mean, Bryant, Bryson Hopkins. Yeah, no, there's tight ends out there, but like, he pretty much solidified himself as the number one tight end with that, uh, just with that forty. That forty you, is crazy. Do you think in a dynasty rookie draft, Albert O would go mid three? You say around I think mid that, three? Is that a stretch? I think that if there's gonna be owners that kind of are going to like hit the panic button and just be like, all right, well, like who's the best available right now? And you're going to be like, all right, yeah, no yeah. one picked the tight end, and just I'm going to pick him. Yeah. yeah, That's how it's going to go. Happened last year in our draft. Someone took tight end TJ Hawkinson in the second, right? Yeah, was took him in the – 204? No, I don't know. It was 202. Yeah, oh 202. 202. Yeah, and, and just like God Noah bless. Fan going in the first pick in the third round right there. I mean, like that was an awesome pick. For yeah. Sure. But, uh, give me a uh, who you got running back or wide receiver. I got a wide receiver, and I, and I need to talk about this guy. I actually have two wide receivers. Um, I could just do both at once, so we could just. Uh, Kade Hamler. No, no, I, no, I'm not even going to talk about him. Didn't do anything. I I, I can't talk about <laughs> Hamler. He he's doing his pro day. Um, all right. So first guy I want to talk about, and I think this is like uh like next to Pittman, Brian Edwards. And uh, like all these low key, like low key guys that are you know finally getting recognition, like a guy that needs to be talked about is Devin Duvernay. And I I know dude, come on, I Devin, had so much written on dude, him too. Devin <laughs> Devin Duvernay, yeah. uh, dude, I mentioned him way earlier, like 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 maybe like seven or eight episodes ago. I mentioned that he was absolutely balling and he's awesome. Yeah, no, it's incredible. He had a four three nine. Yeah, no, he had a four three nine forty. Uh, but I don't even care about his combine stats right now because I knew he's going to go out there and ball. It's just this dude is the ideal slot guy. If you need a slot guy on your team, he's going to absolutely outproduce all expectations. 
Um, and I'm really pulling for the Jets to pull uh, to get him, even though they have Crowder. But onto his, his like I went to a Texas game this year. It was Texas yeah, LSU, right. and I saw I saw oh it was it was literally like the most craziest experience I've ever had in my life. I mean I've gone to like a whole like obviously four years of Penn State games, but that was just something else. But how on, awesome was the stadium? Oh my God, it's it's beautiful. I've never been, dude. When you I've see, I've only been for layover. I've when you see, never spent time in Texas. When you see a just like a ginormous bull like run out on the, <laughs> for the football team, like it, it's insane. Uh, and you guys remember when? Uh, uh, I think his yeah, his name is Bebo. Uh, I remember when Bebo went out and attacked the Georgia Bulldog. Like that was like the craziest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. That, yeah. It was hilarious. But uh, anyways, Duvernay's stats, his senior year, like th- this is yeah. actually insane. 106 receptions, almost 1,400 yards, 1,386 to be exact, and nine TDs, an average 13.1 yards per reception. With Sam Ellinger at home. Yeah, but Sam Ellinger, all right. I, 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 I'm not knocking him. I won't take any slander on him because I think, no, that he, I think he's insanely <laughs> underrated. Um, 5'10", 200 pounds. Yeah, Devin five, yeah 5'11". Oh, did he measure 5'10", the combine? Yeah. Okay, 5'10", 200 pounds. I mean, this dude is going to come in and immediately be a slot man that you can rely on. He was the entire Texas offense with all the injuries that were all, all around him. Uh, a lot of people hyped up Colin Johnson a lot, because, and people thought that he came, uh, came out a year too late. He didn't even par- participate. Yeah, he, he's, he's injured. Uh, he's been injured, like, the entire season. Um, I'm not a fan, dude. I'm not. I, I, I oh, bit. Give me Duvernay over yeah, Colin oh, Johnson yeah, give me right d- now, at least. Yeah, right. I yeah Absolutely. But, I mean, if you're going to – I, I, I want to talk about Colin Johnson for a second. Uh, this dude had a tremendous college career, and he just had like a very unlucky senior season. If you can grab him in the fourth round just as a flyer, there's no one else there, or s- after the draft you see him on waivers, just immediately snag him. He can be a very big part of the offense. Yeah. He's massive. I completely agree. And and Duvernay had a 7-1-3 three-cone three drill, nine-and-a-half-inch hands. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm done ranting about Duvernay, but I'm, I'm completely on board with everything that you said. He's... He's a great player. I would love to grab him any time in the third round. I think he's going to go in the second round and late second round in some drafts. I, really I, do. I, I know he's going to go late second round. Nick, give me a guy. Who you got? Donovan Peoples-Jones. Um, anybody feel a certain way about him? 6'2", 212, 448, 40, 44.5 vert jump, and then a 139-inch broad jump. He's pretty athletic, guys. He is. Uh, he's got a 19 breakout age. Love to see that. So that's that's awesome. Um, his college stats were kind of kind of buns, just because. I mean, he's on Michigan. Number one. Number two, he had Shea Patterson throwing him the football, who is literally the equivalent of myself. Um, so I mean, you know, I'm not gonna knock him for his production too much, but he was he was a big time recruit coming out of high school. Um, and I mean, you know, we we could see on tape this dude's talented. Uh, you know, he no matter who's throwing him the football, um, you know, he looks good. He does, and he's super athletic. He's massive. Um, his hands are massive. And I, I, again, you know, he's somebody that I would totally be okay to throw like, late three. Early three. Early three. Like I don't even care, dude. Um, I'm totally comfortable taking a flyer on this guy. His stats are definitely concerning, but but I know that there's a lot more than just 
than just that, you know. So many yeah. variables, so many factors come into play regarding your stats every single season. I get that. Um, I mean, hey, if if you're concerned about stats, you know what I mean? Like, like even a guy like Rager. No, I got a I mean, I also have another guy, but you should just go next. But I just want to throw, like, a nice little jab in about – Donovan Peoples-Jones. Yeah, so – my take on Donovan People Jones, like I, I, he was an, an unbelievable recruit coming out of uh, coming out of high school. I just think that uh, honestly, that Michigan's quarterback play has just been horrendous uh, yeah, under Harbaugh. It's been terrible. It's ter- it's been awful. But I just think that uh, he would just have like the like just bad luck on on everything. I think if he was put on like a a really good team, like let's say Bama or Clemson or anything like that, oh he would have exploded. He kind of reminds me of um, when I saw him play against Penn State. Like he he definitely made plays. Uh, he definitely reminds me like the same frame and speed of uh, like Juju. Like I don't know, it's kind of like a like a weird comparison. You sure it has nothing to do with the the uh, hyphened last names? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean like that's that's definitely something. But nah, it just his body size and um and the way he plays. It just I felt like he even though he had terrible quarterback, he still went out there and dominated um and, and big and prime time games, which is honestly really important to me. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan. I'm. Totally on board with him, and I would uh, I would actually love to get him in our draft. I got a wide receiver for you guys. Uh, tell me, uh, you know, I want to talk a little bit about Van Jefferson. Is Ooh. he someone that's on your radar late third, late third, early fourth? Dude, he was. That's that's where I have him pinned. Dude, I don't even think he's late third. I think that he's easily like uh, like an early third. Dude, I, I I really do. I think he's gonna fall in a lot of drafts. He's gonna fall, and, dude. And didn't he? Uh, he didn't even participate. No, he's hurt. Yeah. yeah. He, he but didn't dude, part- the the way he dominated the Senior Bowl, it, right. it was not even funny. He made kids same look silly. With, same thing with Mims, though, too. Yeah. You know, Jefferson, six one, two hundred pounds. I love the size. Love so much about him. First two years was over at Ole Miss, and then he transferred over to UF. He's he's at Florida the past two seasons. Um, it's crazy how good this kid was as a true freshman. He had 49 receptions, the same number of receptions that he just had his senior year. Which I get, you'd say, you know, that's a little concerning. But but to think that that kid broke out at what 18 years old, like he he balled out right out of the gate. Uh, my biggest red flag is he never truly broke out after that. Um, I'm not sure when or if it'll ever happen but the size is great i really hope he lands somewhere and he's utilized properly that and i i know you could sit there and say that about everybody but but i think the talent's there i just hope that the landing spot's there you know hey maybe there's an injury maybe there's a trade um who knows you know but this is someone van jefferson that's someone who i'm gonna have on my radar definitely in the third round no, no doubt about that I totally agree um and for me it's exactly what you just said you know he's gonna be just a name that's like in the back of my head he's not some like I would totally take DPJ over him but um you, you know think consensus would yeah yeah I mean I you know if he's sitting there in the fourth round and I don't know if he's staring me in the face I'm not not gonna take him you know what I mean he like I said he's on my radar um I don't know how important this is at all but his dad is the Jets wide receiver coach. I think that's pretty cool. Um, so, I mean, he's got good. I, saw, I actually read that yesterday. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, it'd be cool to see him go to the Jets. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, it's someone I definitely want the Jets <laughs> to draft uh, you late. You could get him super late. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Sure. But I just – the one thing about Van Jefferson, he's not going to he's not gonna show you the elite speed or anything yeah. like that. But it's gonna he's going to – 
play, and it's, he's going to look really fast because his footwork is unbelievable. Like, he will fake out anyone that's on him immediately. It's so clean, so crisp. And that's because he's been working with his father, who's an NFL coach, uh, NFL wide receivers coach, just teaching him every single trick and trade. He's been getting NFL training pretty much his whole entire life while, he, while he's been serious about uh, his time. But, yeah, no, big Van Jefferson fan. Uh, I mean, I, I'm a little bit higher on him because, uh, I don't know, I just really love, uh, like, the Senior Bowl heroes. Uh, I, I don't know. I just yeah. – it's like I've like been researching them the most because that's the first thing that happened. Yeah, uh, I love the Senior Bowl. Yeah, sick. Um, but, anyways, yeah, uh, definitely keep Van Jefferson on your radar. Al, I think this brings us back to you. Okay, this is a guy that I'm – very, very excited to talk about it as well. Uh, and this is K.J. Hill. Oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about him. Wide receiver out of Ohio State. Uh, this guy is actually the leading receptions holder at Ohio State in the history no of Ohio way. State. Like, literally over Michael Thomas, Ted Gang, Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin. No I promise you. He's, How many did he have? Uh, total, I can't tell you that right now. Oh, uh, no, they can just pull it up. Break out total the calculator. receptions, 201. Dude, what? That's yeah. over 50 a year. Yeah, 201 four, four receptions. A four-year starter. Uh, you know, had 18 receptions his freshman year, been followed up with 56, 70, and 57. The, what impressed me the most is that he got 70 receptions on the same field as Paris Campbell and McLaurin. And, I mean, like, yeah. the, he's obviously a reliable target. He, um, he really reminds me of Michael Thomas coming out. I mean, Michael Thomas, obviously a lot bigger, uh, three inches taller, actually. Um, and probably, but like they had the same exact speed. I think KJ Hill's, uh, is he five nine? No, KJ Hill's six foot. Yeah, he's six foot. He's six he, foot. Oh, Mike T six three. I didn't even. I didn't yeah, six three. Yeah, wow. Mike T six three. So he's you know he's six foot one ninety six. Very ideal size four, for six speed. yeah four six speed. Michael Thomas was a four five seven when he ran his combine. Um, I mean, it's intriguing to see like he was so and like also on top of. You know him being the all-time reception leader. He did it with multiple quarterbacks. He had Haskins. Oh, yeah. He had um. Uh, wow, I'm blank. He had Haskins, Cardell Jones, Fields, and Fields. Yeah. yeah. So they, he had three different quarterbacks throwing the ball. That was four years, and still consistently produced and finished off his senior year with a nice stat line of 57 receptions, uh, 636 yards, and 10 TDs, averaging 11.2 yards per catch. I mean. I don't know. I, I really like this guy. I think he's very undervalued. I, I don't think he had a, a rock star uh, combine. I didn't think he was going to be, you know, an athletic freak. But from everything I've been reading about him, everyone says that his, his routes are crisp, uh, very clean. Uh, his hands are insanely reliable. As you can see, he was consistently relied on for throughout his four years. Um, I don't know, and he just produced with all these superstars around him, and no one is talking about him, but he is the all-time reception leader for Ohio State. So That still blows my mind. Yeah, it's insane. Also, I tweeted about him, like, weeks ago, stating all this, all these same exact facts. But, um, yeah, I'm really big on KJ Hill. At Dynasty Clayton. Nick, give me a guy. Who you got? I have a guy here that I don't really know what, what to think of. Um, lit up the combine. Maybe a position change coming for him. I don't know. I feel like this could be like a Hakeem Butler situation where they kind of have him or ask him to play a little tight end. Um, 
I think they did at the Combine. I know they did for Hakeem Butler, but I think they did for Chase Claypool. Uh, 6'4", 238 pounds, ran a 4'4", 240. That's pretty damn fast for a guy that size. Um, he's huge, yeah. Yeah, he's and I mean, huge. you know, he, he's big guy, athletic. And, you know, last year he, he brought in 13 touchdowns, went for over 1,000 yards. Um, you know, that's, that's huge. You obviously love to see college production. Um, I don't know. I, I think this guy, if you put him at tight end, he could he could totally be a mismatch because he's just going to burn past these linebackers and maybe even some safeties with that 4-2 four, four speed. Um, I could see him going somewhere like Pittsburgh. Yeah, the, the right team is going to have to know how to use him properly. Uh, he, I think he could be a serious threat at the next level for sure. But I don't know. I'm very curious to see – where he gets drafted as far as team and round um i think that'll tell us a lot but again you know he's he's a guy that i totally have my eyes on and i want to be watching i'd be fired up to get him man dude crack a thousand yards with that like with that size and and that speed like Notre dame too late i was just gonna say what's not appealing about that yeah you know um i'm gonna switch things up is there anything else you want to mention on chase claypool uh, no, that's really it. I'm going to change gears here and actually give some love to some quarterbacks because we haven't talked about them at all. And and we're pl- and these past few episodes and, and most of the time we're always referring to one quarterback leagues, not super flexes. Um, it's just what we usually play, but, but uh, to each his own. Um, let's talk a little bit about Oh, I got some QBs oh, I want to talk about. What about Jalen Hurts? That's the you, first one that came to mind, Do you think that bro. Jalen Hurts, in a one-quarterback league, do you think he goes late three or no? No, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry. Dude, he's, I, he's not going to go in I'm third. telling you right now, I would love to get him. But right, but not in the third. He's, no, in a one-quarterback league, I would probably he, hope to scoop him off waivers. Yeah, yeah no, I don't yeah. think he gets drafted. No, yeah. there, there's no way. And a one quarterback, and a super flex for sure. You should definitely look into him. Uh, if you get him a third round of super flex, that'd be insane. Let's talk about Jalen Hurts in a moment, but let's start off with Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, you think fourth round is is about right for his ADP for his dynasty rookie draft? Depends. I mean, honestly, again, one quarterback league, of course. One quarterback league. I I don't I don't even say fourth round. I think that's too low. Um, because no matter like. Like, I mean, we're in an eight-man league, but, like, in a 12-man, I could see him going higher. I mean, he's, like, he's going to be a top-ten pick. So, I don't really, like, I don't see how you could kind of deny the fact that he was a top-ten pick. Uh, that's why, like, yeah, when... I get that. Like, it just, it just why why would you take, like, why would you not take, like, a quarterback in oh, the that, third dude, round? you got to think, like, last year in our rookie draft, Daniel Jones went, what, six overall? He didn't get drafted in our rookie draft. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. count last year's rookie draft as, like, yeah, anything. I just think that if you have a team that is loaded at, you know, you had a really good, like, a deep draft, you have a bunch of players, why not just draft the quarterback that was drafted in the top ten? I mean, you can easily flip them if someone's desperate, like, or someone's a big, really big fan. Maybe he blows up. You don't know. But Herbert has the size and the arm to do something. Uh, very special in the league. I, I think if you put him on Carolina, I would lose my mind. Oh, it would be dude, so much fun. I would much die fun. if you went to Carolina. As a <laughs> DJ Moore owner, oh, man. Like, this dude, this dude, oh. I, I, he, in, the, in his bowl game, he, he was a monster. I mean, he didn't 
throw a lot of touchdowns, but he ran like for what three touchdowns. Dude, I I'm a big fan of Herbert. Um, I dude, I honestly last year when he went back to school, I was so pissed off because I wanted the Giants to draft him. Um, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was so mad. What was his forty time? Uh, four six eight. Four, I mean, come on, man. This yeah. dude can fucking ball. Six six. <laughs> He's going to be 6'6", 236. This guy's got a rocket arm. Yeah. He had 95 I mean, touchdowns and 25 picks. It's it's nice imagine, he, imagine he comes out and he's like Ryan Mallett. <laughs> Dude, I would cry. His, his NFL comp, according to NFL.com, is Carson Wentz. Okay, so. guess who has the most touchdown passes out of Hertz, Love, Herbert, Tua, and Burrow? With, without cheating. I'm going to say Love. Nick, who you got? No, it can't be Love. It's got to be Love. It's gotta be love. This is random. It's Nick, gotta be love. I mean, Bur- I mean, Burrow threw like sixty touchdowns. I'll tell you what, Jordan Love is dead last out. <laughs> I had to give him love, dude. Um, no, it's it's Justin Herbert with ninety-five touchdown passes. What does Tua have? Tua is at eighty-seven. Yeah. Um, nice that try, just buddy. goes to show you that Burrow threw for like sixty this year. Seventy yeah, total. And, the, and, and the rest of his his rest of his career collegiate, was collegiate absolute career buns. Was, yeah, uh, eighteen touchdowns aside from this season. Dude, that's 18 touchdowns. Joe Burrow, 80. Uh, sorry, Joe Burrow, 78 and 11 touchdown interception ratio. Tua, 87 and 11. Justin Herbert, 95 to 25. Jordan Love was 60 touchdowns, 29 picks, <laughs> and Hertz was 80 to 20. Yeah, I Damn, mean, Hertz is Hertz is yeah. a good player, dude. Hertz four five people, nine. People want to sleep on Hertz. Wait, bro. what was Hertz 40? Four, I five, need to nine. know Hertz 40 right now. It, four five nine. Yeah. Six, dude, four, I, two, dude, he lit up the combine. He looked. Phenomenal throwing the football. Too, I like love on. his interviews. I really do. Yeah, dude. dude like he's Jalen such Hurts a leader. He could be the bro. next. He's such a leader. Like not like the size wise, but like he could be the next Russell Wilson. You draft him in the third round. Oh You draft him in the third round, the NFL draft, and he just ends up being an absolute baller. Like if he goes to like the Raiders. Oh my god. Russell Wilson's the first guy that came to my mind. Dude, I could see a team like. like I wish the Colts uh, would take him, man. Dude, I could see a team like the Raiders I, taking him like late. Dude, if New England takes him, I'm immediately leaving. Like. Oh I'm leaving the NFL. <laughs> this podcast is over. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would, I would actually be you guys so, so disappointed if he goes to New England because I know he'd be an absolute monster. Dude, I feel like he's just like the type of guy that could go in somewhere and just work his tail off yeah, and get the job. Yeah, just exactly what Russell Wilson did. Yep. Dude, I I love that. I love both of the dude. <laughs> Jordan Love yeah. leading in touchdowns. <laughs> I do. I had to give Love so some funny. love, man. I knew. I do. I knew it wasn't gonna be him. If I I had about money, I would have bet Burrow. But yeah, um, that is crazy though, man. Sixty touchdowns in one season, and then eighteen the other three. I, I know we didn't play a whole lot, but it's crazy when you look at it now. I mean, uh, he was stuck behind that Ohio State depth chart, so I'm not really surprised. But yeah. He balled out. I mean, he's obviously the first. Like we got to mention, like he's going to be the first quarterback taken in all rookie drafts. Okay, ready? I, I want to run through the top five quarterbacks. Those five QBs I just mentioned. You guys give me the rounds that you think they're gonna. You, you tell me early. You tell me whatever. Early second, mid second, late second. Well, you have to you have to declare one QB or super flex. Um, I'm talking about. I'm talking about a one QB league. Let's, talking let's, about practice. Let's, <laughs> let's start with that. With a one quarterback league, Joe Burrow. Uh, I think that he's early second one QB, number one overall in superflex. Of course, non superflex. Where do you have two at? Oh. Uh, early second early round. Second. Early, early second. second round. Justin Herbert. 
I, I, honestly, could be a late second round pick. If he goes to Carolina, I think that he's going to be like a friend. It's going to be a frenzy. Say, it's going to be a frenzy like for him. A little more landing spot dependent, but. But if he goes to like yeah, Oakland, like, Herbert, I'm not going to be intrigued. To Justin be, Herbert in a super flex, that would be. Like I'm oh, saying, yeah, yeah if dude, he went to Carolina, Herbert, Herbert in a super flex is still probably going to go. Of course. Top yeah. top five, dude, top seven. Give he, me give me Joe Brady and Rule. Yeah, dude. Like, and give me that's Herbert. Per- that's a perfect with there, with bro. Sam. Dude, I would literally try to get Curtis Samuel. So like, I would do anything for Curtis Samuel. Just like throw <laughs> like the most ridiculous trades for Curtis Samuel. If that's where Herbert went. Next up, Jordan Love. I, I mean, I he's honestly gonna, just don't want anybody besides those. Uh, yeah, yeah. Those I mean, I don't that. want Jordan Love, but like, he's not like if you're like if he's on waivers, like I don't see why you can't yeah. go. If you got yeah, room, yeah. would you rather Jalen Hurts over Jordan Love? Or- just because I, I personally I would. would, I would. He has the dude. Hertz has the rushing upside. Yeah. For fantasy, for Jordan, Jordan, Love, dude, Jordan Love's gonna be a first round pick. Jordan Love ran a four. If, seven, hey, four. if Jordan Love went to the Patriots, you would immediately want him. I know it. Like, there's no. no if nah, he went to the Patriots, gross. there's no doubt. Nah. There's no doubt you want him. All right, let's let's uh, change gears again. Give me a give me a quick prediction on where Brady lands. Nick, who you got? Tom Brady. Yes. Where does Tom Brady play in 2020? Al? <laughs> this is an absolute wild card. Like, literally. If you had to put money on it. No, like, if I had to like, put money on it, 1,000% New England. Dude, no, I think he's done. I, there was actually, no I was way. listening to the Michael K. show today, and apparently Belichick and Brady had a meeting recently, and, did, and it did I, not end well. And that was the exact I quote. Read that I too, read that. Yeah. I don't know how good the source was. I read it was. I read all about that and, I, I don't believe and the anything. writer on it. Um, I don't believe in anything. All right, so if I had to put money on it, Okay, we got three options: New England, another team, or he retires. Dude, he's. Yeah, well, you gotta pick. I, if team. I had to put money on a man, he's going to Vegas. He's going to the Raiders. So? Dude, I the think, Raiders. I think are gonna, if he leaves, it would be Vegas for sure. I, like I want, ideally, I want him to go to the Colts because the Colts have the. No, 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 no. 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 We're, uh, would, I don't want to talk about that. Dude. He would never do it that because be. the Colts and Patriots just they, they don't mix. They, it's not how it, be, it rolls at that all. That would be brutal. I couldn't follow football. You'd have to get someone else. What? On the Why would you not be hyped for Tom Brady and your dude, team? Forty-two year old. Okay, Can yeah. We, we, we want Philip Rivers for like a three-year no, contract. I want Tua. I want Justin Herbert. I want Joe Burrow. Dude, I want, you don't have the draft capital. Get there, dude. We can trade the thirteenth overall and a stud. You guys have a high second too. Yeah, dude. We do have the draft capital. Absolutely. And guess what? We also have the most cap space in the dude, entire. Dude, I would absolutely let Brissett take the rings on this. Don't sign anybody and just tank for Trevor Lawrence. If I was the Colts, I think that's a dream situation for any Colt fan. But. I just I, want Andrew Luck back. Andrew, if you're yeah. listening, please. I, I want Philip Rivers to go. <laughs> I want Philip Rivers to go. Oh my! Wait, no, hold on. I want Jameis Winston to go to the Colts and just feed Paris Campbell like a nonstop. They re, they re-signed Deion Kane. You just immediately hyped. Uh, <laughs> dude, I am. Like, I was a Deion Kane fan. He's still sitting on my bench. I gotta drop him. T.Y. Hilton's value would definitely go up again. Oh my God! Dude, I, it's so weird. Like. Anywhere that James goes, anywhere anywhere that James goes, are yeah. you buying the receivers like crazy? You gotta be. You, <laughs> absolutely. I don't care if Hunter Renfro is the best wide receiver on your roster. Take him. Oh my God, Renfro's hey, value. He had, a, he had a good rookie season. I don't know what you guys are. No, I was a huge Renfro fan. I have got nothing negative to say. I was just throwing out an example. Wherever James like goes, 
and I don't care how bad Jameis is as an NFL quarterback, he is gold in fantasy. Dude, he's got that eye surgery, man. He's going to come out and be <laughs> he's like – third he's, eye he's, now. You can see out of all three. He's going he's gonna to go like 50 and 10 to shock the world. No. Yeah, who's your guy's tight end one? I'm very curious. Thaddeus Moss, no question. Is he really? <laughs> no. Thaddeus Moss is probably it, around th- five for me. I think it's AO, but honestly, I haven't really studied tight ends like whatsoever, so I, I – I'm a big Hunter Bryant fan. I was going to say, Hunter Bryant and Bryson Hopkins are probably top two for me. I've heard a lot about Bryson Hopkins, but I, honestly, I need to, like, I've just been studying, honestly, studying receivers more than anyone else because I want to just snag, like, the late third, fourth wait, round guys. Wait, wait, wait. Before, I know we're, like, getting towards the end of the episode. Let's talk about some more running backs. Nick mentioned ooh, this. Ooh, I have another one, too. I the also have another one. Back. I was going to bring up Anthony McFarland. I, I think he'd be a steal way <laughs> yeah. around. Yeah. Dude, he, uh, dude, he's a blazer. Yeah, he's an four, absolute four, blazer. Four, 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 dude. He's, he's sneaky good, dude. I, I think he's going to go. I could see him going, like, like round, like, I don't know, like, four to the Chiefs. And then just. <laughs> if he goes to the Chiefs. Just I, blowing up, like, yeah. out of nowhere. I, I don't know. I feel like he's one of those kind of guys, you know. Like he's not gonna be like among like the highest drafted running backs, but I think it's just too small. If but he like, gets a shot, like a, I, I feel like he could blow up. He's a blazer. Yeah, he's a blazer. He, yeah, he was someone I wanted to talk about. Um, and also, yeah, Michael Warren. And then one sleeper that I have like real, real late was was Evans. Um, Darrington Evans. Oh, I I read about him. Right, I've seen him as. I've seen some reports on him. He's getting some love. I think his biggest knock though is Appalachian State. Like, who is he going against? You know what I'm saying? But, but all his stats were nice. All his, con- his he, you know, I thought he was a big winner at the combine. He's fast. He, he, yeah. yeah, four four one. Um, but, but he's Five, someone. Five ten two oh three. That's nice yeah, size. He's yeah, he's someone that you should just keep in the back of your mind. Um, probably gonna be able to get him off of waivers. I think he'll get drafted pretty late in the NFL, maybe fifth, sixth round, but. <clears throat> But, yeah, he's someone I got my eye on. You know who I had my eye on last year and I missed horribly was Chiefs running back. Oh, dude, you uh, and me both. I got help me out here. Darwin. Darwin Thompson. I yeah. We were all fell in love with Darwin Thompson. Yeah. Dude, you said you offered like a, a two. I offered right? a 2020 yeah. second. And guess what? That's wild. I am so glad I got turned down. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did we talk about Brandon Ayuk from Arizona no, State? Yeah. Nope. I mean, he's dude, also I, a baller. Okay, I feel like he – this might be like an unpopular opinion, but I feel like he had a, a pretty like disappointing forty time. I thought he was going to be a lot faster. I thought he was a four three guy, but he what yeah, he running four like four five. Yeah, four uh, five. Yeah, I mean, dude, State. It makes no sense either because he's not even like he's huge either. He's like five eleven. Yeah. So. What about Lamichael Perrine, Florida? Five eleven. You were just like storming through these Twitter guys. I've seen so many uh, things about uh, four Perrine. six two forty time. 22 bench press. I don't know, man. He's somebody that's got to go. Well, Michael Perrine, fourth round. Sound about right? Yeah, I mean, dude, it, it's if you're going to take a flyer on a running back, I might as well take one on him. I mean, he performed pretty well at the combine. Yeah. And honestly, there, this is not really a deep running back class. No, so, uh, no it's not. So, a lot of kids went back. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I think that if you are like need some running back depth, depth and you need to just take a flyer on somebody, why not? Gabriel Davis. Uh, Dude, we I, didn't even I mention him. I sneaky did we? like him. Yeah. UCF. He had a four-five-four. Four. He's someone that's on my radar. I late, sneaky late like draft. him. Yeah. 
What about uh, and, what about DJ and, Dallas? Yeah, I was gonna say him too. They're <laughs> running back for Miami, right? Yeah, yeah. You know who we didn't even mention? Yeah, someone I didn't. I don't think any of us mentioned was Antonio Gandy Golden. Yeah, no, I, I mean, didn't we? Wasn't he our draft? I feel like he was drafted. No, I don't. I no, don't he wasn't he was. drafted. Yeah. No. no. Um, All right. I mean, he was six, like four two twenty two four six forty times. Dude, I I think that. I'm not as high. I'm not no, really I'm high, not high on him. Again, I'm just gonna play He's for the logo you play on the side of your helmet. He played nobody. I mean, played for Liberty, correct? Yeah. Uh, right. I mean, yeah, it's I just, agree with everything you just said. It it in my opinion, it's really tough for a guy that like is playing like isn't that a uh, Division One Double A school? I I don't even. Know I don't even know. I really don't know. I literally don't know anything about him. I just see that oh, like this dude's gonna ball out all that stuff, but. He, he was coming from a no-name school, yeah, so it's I'm, tough. Whether it's waivers or a late fourth-round pick, just someone to keep your eye on, you know? What do you guys think about um, Antonio Gibson? Uh, he ran a 4-3-9. I think they might switch him to running back, dude. Um, it's unfortunate our draft's only four rounds because there's so many I know, people yeah. I want. I always think that, too. Dude, last year, as soon as our draft ended, I picked up, uh, I picked up Daniel Jones. I got Miles Boykin. And Hunter Renfro off waivers. That was nice. Missed out on Slayton, though. Well, I think that just about wraps everything up. Thank you guys for hanging. We drop episodes every Wednesday. For more content, go check out at the Dynasty Polls, at Nick Football, at Austin Football, and at Dynasty Clayton. We've got daily content. And, hey, we actually care about your fantasy team, so feel free to ask us questions. Until next time, peace.